0: Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Ace Office. For business supplies and office furnishing, visit ace-office.co.uk. Now, as you know, during all of the COVID challenges over the last few years, that we wouldn't have survived had it not been for the fact of a huge army of volunteers uh, you remember that that big slogan that we use, together we can, uh, and it was the council and all sorts of agencies um, and one particular agency, that is the Community Action Network, very much at the centre of coordinating volunteers, because obviously you've got to recruit volunteers, and you've got to train them and then you've got to support them, now somebody who knows all about that is uh, Louise, uh, and she's joining me and uh, now she's the um, see if we get this right Louise you are the senior volunteer coordinator lead for CAN. so in other words that means you do, you do loads of work coordinating people
1: yes that's correct yeah <laughs> so what was it
0: like I mean when did you join CAN? right at the beginning or or halfway through or what yes
1: yeah, so I was recruited back um, in January of 2020 uh, 2021 um, to uh, start the vaccination programme at the BIC. So right back at the very beginning, before we even opened the doors for the patients, we were there. We were um, recruiting volunteers. We were going through the patient flow within the building. We were looking at all of those sort of different things. Um, and then we thought, right, OK, let's, you know, Jabs Army, we started recruiting Um, Karen uh, Loftus our CEO did a wonderful job um, when she was asked by the NHS to support them um, in this in this project Um, and you know here we are wow you know two years later 18 months two years later and we're still going Um, and I think that it's very prudent to say that Covid has not gone away Um, you know it it mutates and it comes back around and we get a new variant um and it still is very much prevalent in society
0: and of course today we we've heard that the uk are one of the first countries to approve the moderna jab as the next one to be in the uh, pincushion. i i call it pincushion season (laughs) actually uh and um because we're going to have flu aren't we flu jabs and then we're going to have and some of us of course have other jabs like shingles and so on whatever Um, (laughs) and It's no mean task, though, is it? I mean, A, to get volunteers, uh, and then, of course, to train them.
1: I know. I mean, the the people that have stepped up so far have just been phenomenal. When we first did our sort of first round of recruitment, we had over 2,500 sign up for the bit.
0: So did you actually have more people come forward than you had capacity for?
1: Um... I think it's fair to say we probably did but however out of those you know we we ran very large training sessions as you can imagine and then we did inductions in into the building um, and that was a real full-on time for us so you know you imagine up to 30 volunteers per shift and that is over you know four shifts a day so that's you know you're talking over 100 volunteers um, it's very busy. You know, we we were kept, certainly um, as a management team, we were really kept on our feet because you have to make sure that all of those people understand um, everything that we we spoke to them about, everything that we taught them, and for the ongoing process. You know, we we did many iterations as we went through the BIC just to make sure that the the process was seamless patients felt supported and welcomed Um, and we worked we all worked really hard so the volunteers that stepped up for that were absolute absolute soldiers they were phenomenal Um, and many of them have carried on when it closed at the BIC and went to Kings Park Hospital in Boscombe many of those volunteers came with us of course we did lose some along the way we've got approximately um, sort of 770 volunteers on our books for the king's park at the moment um but of course over the summer some of those have stepped away they've got summer jobs they're looking after grandchildren some of them might be looking at going into courses and college and university come september so yeah so we're beginning to recruit again Obviously, come autumn, come that September, they've just been announced. Um, we are going to be using the new Moderna vaccination. Um, we're going to be opening up. It's going to be a very, very busy period. Come where, when of,
0: will it be open? Do you think?
1: Um, With uh, the NHS, haven't quite announced the date so, yet. So we're waiting. So we're waiting. It. it preliminary date is the 5th of September but don't hold me to that, don't shoot the messenger if it doesn't happen um, there is a lot to sort out obviously as you can imagine because obviously we've got you know, the children's immunisations um, and of course through King's Park they'll be looking at delivering the paleo vaccinations for children and and all of you know other like flu like you said um, so it's, it's King's Park itself is going to be very busy um, and that's where we would like to recruit our volunteers for
0: now of course you didn't you don't just drop volunteers in it i know that many of them well first of all they got the inoculations themselves they were first in the queue for many of them weren't they
1: well well we were and that's because we were treated as part of the nhs we were there on the front line um and i think it was really important to be treated um fairly and squarely um and obviously you know many of these volunteers have health conditions themselves um but obviously, if they, if they were, um, we did a scoring system, so if they were too poorly, they couldn't volunteer. Of course, yeah. Um, but no, it was very important mm-hmm. that because we were frontline, mm-hmm. we were putting ourselves on daily risk um, to make sure that we looked after our volunteers.
0: Now, one of your... Uh Main volunteers. Well, I say that because you know I've only just met him this morning. He's a bit of a strange character, actually, who you've brought with, because he hasn't come alone into the studio. But he
1: hasn't. No, but more
0: more about that in a moment. You know, I've been Mm. I've had to welcome two extra guests to what I was expecting, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. Gordon, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Now, you. you you of course started this journey by volunteering uh presumably was that was that in in 2000 uh, uh, and two, two, right uh 2021
2: beginning? i started yeah. uh, at the Bickers as a volunteer sure
0: what <coughs> was what was it that made you decide you know this is something i want to do um
2: i think for me it was uh, getting out of the house during lockdown uh helping other people Um, I think in the very beginning, people were nervous about coming for their vaccination. So as volunteers, we put people at ease. We spoke to them. Uh, A lot of the older people, you know, hadn't seen anybody for weeks and weeks. So um, it, it, it was a way of giving back.
0: Um, of course, that, that army of volunteers that were coordinated by by CAN and, and, and the council and all of the partners there, mm-hmm. of course, it wasn't just the vaccinations. It was about delivering food, delivering medicines, uh, you know, all sorts of things that volunteers were engaging. I know that That's right, you yes. Were, were you involved in any of that as well as the vaccination? Uh, no, centre?
2: I was just the vaccination. But, yeah, there was a, a volunteers delivering food and medicine mm-hmm. and even phone calls, you know, to people that... Um, maybe weren't seeing their family for weeks and sure. weeks
0: now as a volunteer um because it's not just about giving it's about receiving isn't it as a volunteer how we, how were you um if you like developed as a person um what were the benefits for you through that volunteering period
2: i think the benefits for me was actually meeting like-minded people mm-hmm. you know um and we became a family It was like um, the family of Jabby Jab. (laughs) Jabby Jab. (laughs) Yes, and and, and we did. We became a family. We met once or twice a week. We helped volunteer, um, and we built up a a really good friendship, Um, and and that was quite instant, because normally when you meet people, friendship comes over a period of time, but this came very, very quickly, and Mm. uh, we met... An array of different people from different backgrounds you know from people working on the airlines for people working in accountancies every, uh,
0: every background possible. yeah every
2: background possible on there and yeah. even today I, sh- I should think i've got still about a dozen um what i call friends now that I've made from uh, volunteering,
0: and of course that's very important, isn't it? Because volunteering uh, is not only giving service, but it's very social, as you yes. as you yeah. and you're learning new skills. I mean, I know not everybody was actually putting the the jab into the arms somewhere, uh, but of course, as you rightly said, I mean there were. Th- thousands and thousands of people <laughs> coming to the center and many of them of course very very nervous many of them very elderly and with uh, preconditions so i guess that you know to be sensitive to every individual and their needs and any fears that they might have hark were you a bit nervous at the beginning you know
2: um not really i suppose because my background is in um hotel management so i'm used to being you know up front with people and chatting to people and putting people at ease um and and a lot of especially in the beginning you know we were talking sort of 70 and upwards on there and they just wanted a friendly smile a friendly conversation um and for them it was like a day out Mm. you know because they'd been locked away for so many weeks freedom freedom. yes freedom (laughs) and as as the age group came down on there. Um, yeah, it, it was it was exciting. you know I, I would volunteer
0: three or four shifts a week. Well, that's the uh, the amazing Patricia Clark there with uh, with downtown. And many of you did go downtown in Bournemouth during the, the challenging early days of COVID to get your vaccinations and, of course, enabling those vaccinations to take place. We're a huge army of volunteers that coordinated by the Community Action Network in partnership with the NHS. Uh, and, of course, many of you right now, you could come on the radio and you could say what that experience uh, uh, was like for you. And as you, as you heard Gordon say there, it was a positive experience for him he started as a volunteer but he's no longer a volunteer are you Gordon?
2: No no Um, in January of this year they were looking for volunteer league coordinators Um, And I decided to apply um, really just for the experience of uh, of an interview, which I hadn't had for many years. And also it was a Zoom interview, which was even more discerning because, (laughs) you know, you're sat there in front of your screen with two other people. You don't see any body language. Or anything.
0: I uh, know. Tell me about it. (laughs) We were Zooming left. In fact, I'm still Zooming and Teaming Uh, (laughs) all over the place. (laughs) But I guess that had it not been for that technology, I mean, before COVID, none of us knew about (laughs) Zoom. I mean, I suppose the councils were using Teams, you know. But, of course, it it was a real real lifesaver, wasn't it? Yes, yes. But, but, I mean, your walking testimony that uh, that actually... uh, you, you invested your time. You didn't do it to gain, but an opportunity came up. And I guess because you were known to, uh, to Khan in this case, they said, we know that, Gordon. He was good. And now here you are on, on the paid staff. Uh, That's
2: correct, yes, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, as well. Now Gordon has brought two other uh, um, volunteers with him this morning. Uh, I'm not sure whether they're paid that, that's uh, that's Bunny and Eamon. Now Bunny is, is a bunny uh, and Eamon is a monkey and uh, th- just seconds before we went on air uh, they were having a practice on the microphone. I had a terrible job getting them off really because you know both of them could talk for England couldn't they? Oh they
2: certainly can. Yeah.
0: Now you've been taking these two volunteers all over the place haven't you?
2: Yes uh, I'm looking after them looking after them for a week for for a friend yeah. on there uh, and I said I would take them everywhere that I would go on there so we've been to the beach on there we've been to a bar um I even did my washing and they went in the washing
0: machines so yeah, literally in the washing <laughs> in the machine, the washing machine. Uh, <laughs> that's right yeah now, there is a reason for all of this isn't there that you because yeah, you have got a friend who's not so well at the that's moment.
2: correct yes yes yeah so I said I would take them for a week and then take photographs you know, of where they've gone throughout the week. And when we... Um, we're coming here today, and I thought, oh, great opportunity, you know. Absolutely. Um, well, have to put it's, it's a photograph. Often, <laughs> well, it's not often you get photographed with two famous people.
0: Well, well, actually, you know, I'm always looking for volunteers, and uh, the only thing is with those two is I couldn't get a word in edgeways, They, you know, they, yeah. they just get on with it, don't they? That's and correct. Fact, we've had we've had to put them in a plastic bag uh, <laughs> because otherwise we wouldn't be making any sense of this interview at all, you know. Yeah, but don't tell
2: the Royal Society for Prevention yeah. Cruelty to bears and bunnies, will you? Uh, otherwise, no, no. I'll be in real trouble. I won't.
0: Well, just keep them giving those carrots there, okay. you know, and the banana for monkey and you know, that will keep them quiet. You know. So, so, Louise, we're coming up to uh, to the next round of, of vaccinations, which we're all looking forward to, uh, which you've already said is likely to start in September, though that's yet to be to be clarified. We know that Moderna has already been approved and I guess yeah. there could be others as well. What are your immediate needs?
1: Well, when we hit that vaccination programme, it is going to be really busy. Um, Because that's everybody over 50, isn't it? It's everybody over fifties And vulnerable people. And vulnerable people. So, you know, we will be very, very busy, without a doubt. Um, And so we are looking for 16... Volunteers that are age 16 and above, up to, you know, our, our youngest is 16, our eldest volunteer is 78. Um, so within, you know, within that age range, it's a wide age range. Um, so that's what we're looking for. And we're just looking for people who want to get out um, to give a little something back to their community. They don't have to volunteer every week. And. Um, you know there'll be sort of four maybe three or four shifts a day um so and that will be over seven days a week at the moment that we're looking at so there is a lot of range to choose from um and you can do you know a sh- one shift a week or you can do one shift a month it's completely up to you like gordon said you know he did three or four shifts um a week and i think that it's really important to say that um community action network you know we've really looked after our volunteers um right throughout the journey um you know and we've picked up um some people who have been quite vulnerable um and we've looked after them and you know on the the flip side of that we've able to been able to um offer people employment um we've done references for people gaining employment so you know it's like like you say it's not what you give in volunteering it's actually what you get out of it Uh,
0: well i i always say that people volunteering is selfish and and they look at me as to say selfish what do you mean and what i mean is actually you are actually as gordon has said you're developing new skills you're making new friends yeah you're you're it's it's about personal development isn't it and you can unashamedly and should unashamedly do that
1: absolutely you know most of the youngsters the 16 to 18 year olds that we have um, you know they're there because they might want to study medicine in the future so what looks better on their UCAS application than putting themselves on the front line Mm -hmm. volunteering within a COVID setting Um, and and we have done um, you know personal statements and helped write personal statements for those youngsters for their UCAS and their university so I think that it's and and that you know they've gained with their interpersonal skills, with their timekeeping skills, with their you know um, looking at patient flow, so looking at how things impact on others. Um, so it, it's it's becoming you know a, a really good um, kind of almost. Looking at it from an employment part point of view, um, so yeah, I think it's Absolute. I think it's a really good thing to do.
0: Now, obviously, uh, first time round, uh, it was all new to everybody. Now, of course, you you've developed some very real experiences, mm-hmm. positive yeah. experiences. You've already got some people who are already uh, working with you, and as you yep. said, Gordon's an example people who are now employed. What exactly is your real need now for people to come forward and what what, how do they do that and what happens when they do come forward?
1: Okay, so they can um, go on to the Community Action um, Network website. Which
0: um, is can100.org?
1: It is. Thank you. Um, And they can come onto our website and they can go on to the volunteering drop-down bar and choose Help Stop COVID and that will bring them through to the COVID page where they can register um, and then they get sent a welcome email um, and a, a form to fill in they'll do a risk assessment for their health they'll send all of those back if it's a 16 to 18 they obviously need parental consent so as long as we've got all of those we then t- book them up to an induction session um, which myself or gordon so uh, go- will. gordon what what happens at the induction?
2: Well, at the induction, um, we show them around the uh, vaccination centre at Kings Park. Uh, we do a little video with them. Um, we get them to chat to other volunteers that are there. Uh, and it lasts about an hour. So um, we give them the feel of what they're going to be doing, you know, when they come and volunteer for us for uh, three and a half hours.
0: And uh, I guess most people will not, not have had the vaccination. Uh, do, are they at are top of the queue for the boost? If, if they if they're in that qualifying sector
1: we were yes we will we will be treated the same as the NHS again um, and so for those that are on shift that are due their vaccines then they will get the mm. vaccination and of
0: course that's important to people coming to the center isn't it to know that the people who are part of you the team are themselves fully vaccinated That's correct yes
1: absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. and you know i think that that is all part of um the whole journey that we've seen throughout the pandemic is being inclusive so we've you know we've really um worked hard to make sure that we are all you know treated fairly and treated Mm-hmm. you know, w- with with equality. Yeah. So we're,
2: we're part of a team with Community Action Network, but we're also part of a team with the NHS, you know, that mm-hmm. are there at Kings Park. So, mm-hmm. as I keep saying, we're a big family.
1: We are, and f- it's yeah. absolutely fantastic because, you know, that obviously it, it's not them and us, because it isn't. We're all part of the team. We're all there on the front line, um, and we all get treated the same.
0: Now, obviously, you'll have an army of... Jabby Jabbers, uh, <laughs> who have already, to some degree, been part of the volunteer team. Obviously, listen to the broadcast today, there'll be people who have never done it at all, and uh, they'll be maybe a bit apprehensive, uh, but actually, uh, all of the training support is given. Yes. Um, and uh, and I guess you're going to need a lot of new people because we're not all sort of off work at the moment, are we?
1: No, I know. And that's the thing, you know, people people gain employment and they stop being a volunteer and they come over to our side. So, like like Gordon. Know, start, like Gordon. And there's two mates. Absolutely. But uh, I, I two am two actually mates.
2: volunteering um, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um, And Gordon's not the only person who's found gainful employment. You know, we've had people that have actually... Uh, Gone across to the NHS, so they're being now trained up as, like you say, jabby jabbers, vaccinators, um, administration teams. They've gone across to um, nursing teams. So people, you know, it's it's a fantastic opportunity to come and just. Yes, you're going to volunteer, but to to use that to your advantage.
0: So you are not alone. You are not alone. (laughs) You might think you are, but you're not. (laughs) But, of course, they have to be proactive. And I guess that one of the hardest things, actually, is actually crossing the threshold and and introducing something new, because people do get very nervous, and I guess that, that... the whole COVID thing has made us even more uh, nervous. But, but I mean, you very quickly got over that, Gordon, didn't you, just by doing it?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I actually saw uh, the advert in the Daily Echo on there that um, Cam were looking for volunteers. Um, and I thought to myself, why not have a go? Something new, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and it was very easy, the process, to filling in the application form, and in the very beginning, the inductions were done on Zoom, you know, so there was about 176 of you on this Zoom call, and it was being led, you know, by the volunteer leads, Um, and then afterwards, we were invited to go down to the BIC um and really from day one, you know, it it, it it we were put at our ease on there. Um everybody that was there were all in the same boat, you know. They wanted to give something, they wanted to get out and do something. Um and I would say now with the volunteers that we've got on our books at the moment, a good sixty percent of them, you know, are there once or twice a week.
0: Fantastic. So, folks, if you want to volunteer, and why wouldn't you? Uh, you don't have to use up all of your hours. You can decide how many sessions you want to do. Uh, all of the training, all of the support is there. But, of course, all of the added benefits of developing new skills, of meeting new friends, uh, of actually possibly making yourself employable. Because I always say, you know, if I'm looking for to employ, where where am I going to look, first of all? Well, obviously, I'm going to look at the people who are around volunteering. That's what happened to you, Gordon. That's correct, yes, yeah. yeah many congratulations thank you very much Uh, uh, and of course I shall be one of those ones in the queue you might get the joy of sticking a needle in a place (coughs) anyway we won't we won't go into that Uh, so, so what you've got to do is go to the CAN website now that's CAN 100 Dot org, And, Louise, they look for the little drop-down. Yes. Uh, does it say volunteers at the top? It
1: will say volunteering and then drop down, the little drop-down bar and yes. help to stop COVID.
0: And then you can, you can do the registration uh, online. online. If you do want to talk to somebody, if you're a wee bit apprehensive, cool. L- Louise, they can do that, yeah?
1: Absolutely. You can call us, um, speak to any one of us. Um, you can even pop along to Kings Park and be, like people did at the BIC, you know, they popped along. They weren't sure how to use a computer. But, you know, we took them through it. We, we you know, have a little that's chat, it. have a little chat, yeah. oh. Pe- people at ease.
0: And of course, we need, because obviously there's a lot of us have got to get uh, our next booster. Mm. Uh, how many volunteers do you reckon you're going to need this time around?
1: Um I would say anything from 30 up, sure. upwards. So, mm. you know, a nice sort of intake at the moment is going to see us right the way through this winter programme um, because there are, there are you know, a lot of people that are going to need um, vaccinating across Dorset again.
0: So if you want to join Louise and Gordon and a whole army of other people then you're needed uh, so go and check out their website, what's the number if they want to give you a call?
1: Ah, there it's, we go. Uh,
0: I, I do, well, go to the it's website. All on the it, website. It'll, be, it'll be on the website. Or even if you're, you know, if you're uh, like Gordon, I taught him how to airdrop this morning. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a new, new skill for you there, Gordon. That's right. You?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: uh, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He looked at me and said, what? Uh, but, and of course, that's the lovely thing about volunteering. You can, you know, you, you're, oh, you're learning new skills uh all the time uh, but I mean just Google can 100 and, and it'll come up the tough the, the number uh, Louise Gordon thank you so much for being uh, my guest and I wish you every success clearly we're going to have to have an outside broadcast unit and go down there to Kings Park <laughs> and, uh, and, and see you in action oh that'd be lovely and record yes. you uh, on the spot that would be fun wouldn't it yeah
1: Hope FM a voice
2: for the community